often I'm absolutely fascinated by the mindsets of successful people. What drives them? What helps them reach their levels of success? What struggles have they faced and overcame? And in this series, I thought I would reach out to the legend that is Alex Crockford. And he is a fitness guru. He's everywhere. He's an athlete, model, actor, and he's founder of the CrocFit app. And he helps thousands of people get themselves into shape all around the world. So in this interview, we're exploring his mindset and also having a little dive into tips that you can use to help you get stronger and healthier. And welcome. Alex Cockford, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into your mindset because you're one of those, um, how do you describe yourself as a fitness influencer, fitness guru? Um, there's so many different sort of uh, things that you do, model, yeah. actor. Um, how do you describe yourself? It's very difficult to put a label on it. I sometimes yeah. just... Um, change it depending on the context of who I'm meeting or, or what I'm saying or just create a list like you just did it might be fitness trainer influencer content creator actor model um, fitness um, app creator all these kind of things so yeah it's expanded over time as I've added more things onto my list but I don't like to be pigeonholed into one of them <laughs> uh, okay no I get that I get that and do you ever see yourself as an entrepreneur do you see ever label yourself in that sort of direction because the amount of things that you um, get involved in? Yeah, I do sometimes. And I would say that I'm pretty entrepreneurial, especially the path that I've taken, but also in my, my day-to-day job and work that I have to do with my fitness app is is very entrepreneurial um, in in the kind of tasks and the, and the movements that I'm making in business. Uh, So I don't often add it to the list, but I would say that it's a part of what I am, yeah. Yeah, so I want to dive into a little bit of who you are. I mean, you've got a phenomenally successful app. I mean, you're everywhere on social media um, with um, what you're promoting, what you're doing, inspiring people to get fit and healthy. So how did this all start for you? Where, you know, how have you gone from, you know, where you were to where you are now? Well, I wish I could tell you it was an overnight success along the way somewhere or this massive <laughs> moment that kicked things off. But um, as you may know, I'm I'm Mr. Consistency and building block by block and, and stepping stone by stepping stone. And it all started from being a personal trainer. I qualified as a PT. I went straight into busy personal trainer life with lots of clients um, and over a few years I knew that my goals and my mission and purpose was bigger and bigger and bigger. And whilst I was loving my PT job, I felt um, a, a real strong calling for for bigger goals elsewhere. That led me to social media. It led me to creating um, products online that could reach more and more people and reaching more people. And gradually. Um, that enabled me to reduce my personal training time whilst I was loving it. I knew that I wanted to free up my time to to dedicate in other places. And over many years, that enabled me to create my online business, my app, um, uh, modeling opportunities in, in London and around the world for, um, for magazines or brands, um, influencer brand work and working with companies that I've always wanted to work with um, and then ultimately really dedicate time to um, create the content that I want to create to share my creative um, passions out into the world and and help people and of course the app which enables me to to help an unlimited scalable amount of people rather than just the one-to-one and that's where I am today yeah. So that's that's so what's what's driving you? What is this mission you've got, uh, Mr. Cockford, to you know, help as many people as possible with your fitness? What is what's driving this, do you think? What's behind the hood? Yeah. I think that mission has expanded over time as well. It got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it it 
it probably was a handful of years ago was to help as many people get fit and healthy. But as my journey has expanded into mindset, mental health, spirituality, the planet, and more cosmic universal thoughts for myself, that has kind of expanded my personal mission here as well. Realizing and understanding that health and fitness is integral to my message and I see it as a great gateway into many parts of improving one's life um, but I see it as a as a part of something bigger which is an, your overall well-being your overall wellness which mm. really helps not only yourself but your relationships your interactions with others and the planet as a whole because <laughs> If everybody is a better person and has a better relationship with themselves and others, then what kind of world would we live in? And what kind of, um, how would we treat the animals on this mm. planet? How would we treat the planet and nature? How would we, tr would we treat other nations and other people? Um, and that's why I think what I do every day um, in all the different aspects of my work has to fall under this bigger purpose and this bigger mission. I love that. I love that. And I agree with you. I think if we're really struggling to look after ourselves and we're low in energy and we're struggling with health, then how can we help other people? How can we care about other people? It becomes much harder, doesn't it? I've always been a, a similar to you. Yes. It's, you know, if everyone's in a good place, if, if we get help people get into a good place, then we have room and space and energy for our community, family, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the planet around us. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I really do think do it's think? it's first and foremost to, to focus on on yourself. It's very difficult to to support others around you if you're not supporting mm -hmm. yourself. It's the classic quote of, of filling your cup so you can pour uh, pour for others or, or something like that. And it's it's really true because inevitably you'll be giving your energy away, which if you're not tapped into an infinite source of energy for yourself, then you'll end up going to drain yourself and not be very good for the people around you. So work on yourself, your health, your fitness, your well-being, your mental health, and you become a fantastic source of inspiration, strength and courage for the people around you. I think that's beautifully said. But, what, you know, it's all of those things sound wonderful. And I talk about them regularly, you know, on my on, my, on, on this podcast. But why do you think, in your view, people struggle so much when it comes to looking after themselves? I just I think for many reasons. But what comes to mind is, is the society that we've created is, is teaching us to prioritize so many of the wrong things that we forget so many of the the simple things that we can do each day to connect us back to what's important and connect us back to ourselves and it's very very easy even for someone like me who knows what to do to fall into the traps and fall into the the routines that don't serve me um and i think overcomplication, confusion, and the internet and the, the ability to have so much information can deter people mm. from really knowing what to do. It's very complicated and confusing. And so much of my message is bringing back the simplicity of the things that can really serve you. And that is simple mm. things like healthy food, moving your body, being out in nature, taking time to go inwards into yourself through meditation or quiet time, being creative in whatever that might be, dancing and singing and painting, writing, drawing. These simple things, having good conversations with your community or relationships, these are very simple, no-brainer things that people can do, but it's very easy to neglect them. And you don't need to buy anything. You don't need to... Uh, um, get this quick magic pill to fix anything. So society isn't generally telling us to do these things. I think that's one of the core reasons why people struggle. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I no, I, 
I just listening to it. These are things that people often think, yeah, I know I should do these. I know that I should eat healthier. I know that I should go onto the CrocFit app and do the latest workout from, from Alex. But I think what often comes into it, and I was talking to a client last week and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do all these amazing things. And I was like, it's way too much. It simply is way too much. They're like, no, 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 I'm going to do them. And what they were relying on is pure willpower to do all of these amazing things. And if they did them, it'd be phenomenal they would experience a huge difference. But what they were relying is on is this, they think, you know, it's like willpower is this muscle that would always be there switched on just because they want it to be there now. And already we're having a conversation as to why it hasn't happening the way they wanted it to. So it's been a great experiment for them. But a lot of people rely on willpower alone with no system, no system or structure to support them when willpower dips. And you mentioned something quite interesting, actually. It's, you know, for you, if you didn't, if you didn't have your structure in place, or if you didn't have a system in place, you would drift. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I do notice times when, when I drift, or I go through a phase where I've neglected something. And, and it requires that self awareness. And um, Mm. the, the, I don't know what the right word is to to yeah, just look at yourself honestly, to self-reflect and, and be honest with yourself about what you what you could be doing, what have you what have you let slip? And yes, this this discipline of um, the, the the muscle of of motivation and push is only going to take people so far, especially when there's a huge list of things that they wanted to do that's going to overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a real core believer and preacher of of exactly what you just said and and that is the the habits and the rituals is really what builds the long-term success in this journey and often if we if we have a huge list of things that we want to achieve it's going to become overwhelming as soon as that motivation and that muscle to push through declines and and life gets too much those things go out the window and often that creates a bit of a, a negative spiral, a negative mindset of I mm. failed or I couldn't achieve those things. And then you throw everything out and then you go back to old habits. But another option is to just really simplify, really minimize the goals and be like, I know I'm excited. I know I'm super motivated. I know it's early mm. January and I want to achieve all these things. But let's just focus on two habits that I want to easily build something that's realistic Uh, the classic kind of smart goals even though many people don't really believe in them but think is it specific is it measurable is it achievable Uh, does it excite me is it is it small but still a slight challenge a couple of those it might be get getting enough sleep this week it might be eating healthy it might be 10k steps it might be five minute meditation not all of those things just a couple of those things because once they're achieved, then it creates a positive spiral, not a negative spiral. Because then in two weeks and three weeks, wow, I did that. That's now a habit. That's now a part of my lifestyle. And it hasn't disrupted all these other things in my life. Now, what else can I add into the mix? And if people took this mindset on a little bit more, the long-term shifts are, are really quite um, astounding compared to the the yo-yo effect of trying lots of things failing and going back oh and now I'm motivated to try lots of things mm-hmm. again and it's a bad spiral to be to be caught up in yeah I, I absolutely agree with you and it is there's just two little things two you know you keep it really small you know keep it you know and that begins to build up the experience of success and that you do stick to your word people don't trust themselves these days they know that they'll make a promise and then before long they're already their mind is already convincing them not to bother <laughs> so and, and then therefore we've got this yes. loop of well i'm just going to fail anyway and i'm not that good a person i've got low willpower when willpower yeah. isn't to be relied on keep it simple keep it smart yeah 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 and sometimes um, just having that really small thing and they think that's small i can easily do that is somewhere just that needs to be started to gain that confidence back like you said let's let a little dive into um you have obviously you're 
all over the internet. And it's fantastic to see what you're doing. But there's a lot of competition from other influencers and other other people out there. What I, I ask you a question, what drives you mad, do you think? What do you see other influencers promoting that you know with your experience is probably a myth or you know, way out of date, something simply not true. <laughs> uh, hmm. That's a challenging one because things do change over the years. And I, I mean, I do get frustrated. I do get frustrated looking on the internet and looking at other influencers and other trainers. You know, I think... I think these days I try not to get too frustrated about what others are doing. Like this might seem like a bit of a, a cop out idea for the the question that you've asked, and if something pops into my head, I'll, I'll certainly say. Okay. <laughs> um, but but I, I'm realizing that everybody has a certain part to play in helping people at different stages of where they are. So I might look at somebody who's who's purely promoting something very niche, maybe like a, a type of diet which is just not helping many people. I might think, well, that might help a certain type of person move from here to here. But when that person gets here, their mind expands to take on a new level of understanding. So, yeah, I mean, on, on the diet front, I do see people like over promoting certain over restrictive diets and, and being very forceful into one, one diet methodology and stuff. So this does get on my nerves a little bit. Mm. Um, or maybe these days I've been vegan vegetarian for like quite a, like a substantial amount of time now, one or two years. So when I see people, um, uh, like st strong like I'm not um, judging anybody but if I see people really mm -hmm. judging on a vegan diet and saying that you can't get results with your health and fitness from not eating meat for example this myth tends to frustrate me a little bit because for a lot of people who are attaching their spiritual journey or or environmental beliefs to their health and fitness ones, they want to know that they can achieve goals as well. So over um, complicating the, um, the, the information by people saying these things is frustrating knowing that people are going to be hearing it. You know, you obviously get a lot of people come to you and want to get fit and want to get healthy. What mistakes do you think most people make when it comes to their fitness and their health? I think some of the biggest mistakes people make are seeing all the different methods and ways to get fit by different trainers, different influencers, different methods, and thinking that um, they have to do something that they either don't enjoy or that doesn't fit them. But now there are so many ways and always have been so many ways in order to get fit and healthy in a way that suits your preference your enjoyment your lifestyle so if you see somebody promoting that you can only get in good shape by going to the gym and lifting weights in this method um, it's not necessarily true every of course type of method of training has some different kinds of benefits and and abilities to push you but if you hate the gym or you've never got mm. on well with it, then that doesn't mean you can't be fit and healthy. There's other ways that can do it. As long as you find a way to create some kind of plan, some kind of structure, some kind of method around it, um, then you can get the results that you want. And that might involve sports or running or body weight training or some other really kind of niche thing you like, like pole dance fitness or ice skating <laughs> or something. And and this is like really critical as well, because mm. if you don't enjoy what you've put in place, then you're not going to gain that consistency. You've got you've to be excited for your next workout, your next activity. And if it's actually you're dreading it and you don't want to do it, then 
there's only so long until that willpower that we spoke about starts to decrease, things get difficult, and then you stop with the consistency and you don't get the results. So long-term results come from enjoyment of finding the way. I'd say that being fit and healthy is the top of the mountain and there's an infinite amount of roots up that mountain. I think that's a great analogy, a great analogy. Um, but when it, so when it comes to uh, people diving into your app, for example, what would they, what would they be getting? What would they expect if they were to look at the Crockford app and have a go at working out with Mr. Crockford himself? <laughs> Inside my app, there's um, home training, gym training, stretches. Um, follow along workouts with me. So I'm guiding them through these workouts to help them with alternatives, making things harder, easier, feeling fully supported and guided. There's nutrition guide with recipes and a whole kind of informational pack to really get the most out of the results. There is a, like a worldwide community of thousands of people who are sharing their their updates and posts on this journey and it's the most supportive group of people it's really um, so proud and grateful that they are so supportive mm. and anybody comes into the group realizes that wow I feel feel connected I feel supported I feel um, like I'm heard and listened to and I don't feel out of place and I really love um, helping those people that maybe struggle with a bit of confidence or have failed lots of times in the past and and need a bit of picking up and building of confidence. Um, Not only that in the app, but there's a yoga plan launching as well. I'm going to be bringing in breath work and meditation um, to really expand the app outside of getting those six pack abs and biceps, (laughs) but really helping people find that 360 holistic well-being approach and as my experience has expanded in life i want my service and my app to reflect that as well lovely you're not going to do pole dancing then alex (laughs) well i'll get my qualification soon and uh, that's going to go viral i'm sure i think that would uh yeah that would set the world on fire a little bit um okay so you mentioned uh, that there's going to be meditation and there's going to be, um, you know, the spiritual side of things. And it turns out they're bringing that into your app. And I saw on your social media recently that you, um, that you are, you're kind of on a spiritual journey. And I wanted to find out a little bit more about that with you. Cause it's nice to, obviously I, we, everyone gets to see how you're presented, uh, you know, with, with your fitness. Um, but we don't really know too much about what, it's going on with with Alex himself. So, what's where's mm-hmm. a spiritual journey come from? What's been happening for you? Well, I like to sprinkle these elements onto social media when I can, bit by bit. Sometimes it, sometimes the the more I don't know uh, crazy stuff gets um, lost or or not not seen or heard appropriately. Maybe by the right people, it does. So I tend to. Mm be conscious of what I share sometimes. But what's been happening with me, I guess, is just this gradual expansion over time, really. Even many, many years ago, I was deeply fascinated and and interested in in mindset as a whole um, with fitness. And it's always been a huge part of of my teaching and, and understanding, even with clients when I was a personal trainer, um, especially as I continued into social media, continued to talk about um, mindset and, and mental health and these elements. Um, partnered that with behind the scenes, my interest in all things like space, stars, um, the cosmos, uh, the ancient civilizations, UFOs, aliens, all of these elements. There was a deep calling within me to um to learn more about this and just really be a truth seeker Mm. like i am deeply interested in understanding the universe the world and finding out the truth and this took me down many many rabbit holes of uh you know through the conspiracies and out the other side (laughs) 
<laughs> and right. and some maybe I've stuck in a bit too long, but you know it's all part of maybe uh, trying to understand more. And hmm. with this truth seeking of of um, the universe, I started to experience more about um, our consciousness and what else there might be outside of who I am and who we are in a physical sense, but what else there is in a spiritual sense or a consciousness sense. Who am I before and after this life? Who am I? I saw, I've seen some of your posts talking about who are you before you, you ask or think who am I? Mm. What is there residing beneath or after or before this? All of these kind of yeah. questions I've experienced and, and spent time on and and I think they're very important questions. And this has um, has really interested me. And I've had some magical experiences in in meditation, in life experiences, in psychedelic experiences. And once you have these experiences, you can't go back to normal life. You can't you can't see the the things going on in the news and around you and and uh, you just expanded so much you see how small mm. these things are and realize that all there is is love all there is 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 this deep connection to the universe and yeah <laughs> that kind of sums it up hey, and once you know these things <laughs> yeah, no, it's a difficult. It's, sorry, I'm glad you. I'm glad you looked at that that video. Um, you know, there's been hundreds and hundreds of people just and trying to well trying to answer. I said I need. I said quite craftily to see because I knew that it would go. You know, good people into having a go with the question. I think it's an important question. But you know, who am I before thought tries to tell me who I am? Um, what did you experience with that? By the way, what was your uh, what was your response? Well, I, I've done similar things in in meditations mm. where there's where space builds between yourself and your thoughts, and and in those mm. spaces and in the question you asked is is a, a sense of oneness with with um, the universe, God, creation. This yeah. this slight disconnection from my thoughts i it felt like i am not my thought it felt like the mm. thoughts are coming and going and it's up to me to attach myself to them I, but who am i, I before me thinking about that yeah yeah your, your mind will want to Thank jump you. in with i know but that's perfectly discussed that's beautifully described um and that's in, in a way that question it's from if you ever looked in, and, into ajashanti's work um that's why i find no, the actual question much. oh i think you'd really like it, it it's right. um he yeah. focuses on um spiritual awakening and yeah that question in a way is a glimpse of who you really are before your mind does all the distraction and noise and uh, you know identification yeah um and, yeah so and this is happening all day every day in people's minds and it's why hmm. I love to help guide people to meditation or to these moments of breath work or moments of, of going inside because I think it's really important because if you can sense that slight space between you and your thoughts, you have this gift and this tool throughout your day to be less reactionary to all these things happening to you. You have composure and, and confidence in yourself to act from this place of being grounded and supported mm. and then make a, a, a good decision, a good comment, a good question, rather than just reacting through life from what you see on the internet to getting overwhelmed in a situation, etc. Yeah, there's a lot to pull us in. And I describe it as um, it feels like gravity. You know, you can be awake and you can be very connected and you can feel like you're one. But there's a sense of the mind trying to pull you back in with its stories. And, and that's nothing wrong with that. The stories that we, we get drawn into are often the things that we could begin to work on just to let them go and, be, and become a little bit lighter. Um, you mentioned that you've had some experiences during meditation and it sounds like it was psilocybin. So uh, what, 
tell me about that. What's been, what will happen for you? Well, yeah, um, lots of experiences recently just with meditation mm -hmm. and no psychedelics, mm -hmm. but quite a few years ago, I've had a, a few amazing experiences. Um, and of course, in, in safe, respectful ways and environments and yeah, just, wow, <laughs> the experiences that your consciousness goes through mm. from the, the, simply the visuals, whether that's an, an eyes open visuals with your interaction with the world or in a closed eye visual from the lights, the patterns, the geometry, um, the relationship with time and thoughts and the self-reflection that happens and the, the depths that you go into like never before coming out of experiences like this is life-changing and it has truly transformed my journey um in spirituality and in life as a whole once once i've been through some of these experiences i think that's yeah that sounds incredibly powerful um, I've I've done I've done similar things, and it's it is it, it does change the way that you see yourself and the way that you experience your reality. And I guess it adds another dimension to yeah. what you're doing with your work. I guess. Yeah, totally. It, it's it's. I think it's helped bring the bigger picture of my work to the forefront of what I do, and has helped me help me realize that fitness mm. although is very important and i love it it is part of this this bigger picture and this bigger message and most people don't care mm. just about being in shape and looking good although most people want that what's what's more important than that and it's helped me realize this greater import, importance of bringing joy and love to the world and elevating the the um the frequency and the consciousness of this planet for our our evolution mm. for our humanity so i i feel that's quite a big uh mission a big purpose and a big thing to work towards and we all have our different we're all playing a different part in that game um mm. and whatever whatever our own individual desires and passions and, and gifts are we need to fully play into that like a puzzle isn't a thousand pieces of the same piece the perfect picture comes from identical uh, from completely unique separate pieces um so whatever your calling is you've got to go all in on it what would you advise to someone who doesn't know what their calling is yeah, there's there's lot there's lots of that for sure. I think because so much of what we do in in our world is like find your purpose and and live your dreams. It's like what is my purpose? What do I want to yeah. do? <laughs> um, I I think the most important thing is to to do more of what you love to to do more mm. of the thing that you would want to do every day. If you could do it every day what do you love and before the questions come in of like how do i earn enough money doing that or how can i get a job doing that just take the fearful questions away and yes you've got to do a job and there's things don't happen overnight but the simple act of putting more energy and more time into things that you love without the fear and without the questions and without the ego mm. your life might start to create some synchronicities some things and it, it's a law that if you put more energy and time into something it will bring back something of its of its same nature of its same kind and i've seen this play out multiple times in my life so that would be my my tip i think that's a great tip that's a great tip when it comes to with the fitness and with your spiritual side of things let's combine it in in, in one thing What's, what do you think has been your biggest struggle mindset-wise? What's been your biggest challenge, do you think? Two things come to mind. And the first one is, is being able to 
maybe let go of some of the things that have got me here because what has got me here might not get me to where I need to go and having the ability to reflect on some of the things in my business some of the things in my personal fitness is about managing others um, offloading some of my jobs my tasks my ability to grow and expand as a businessman and as an entrepreneur and delegating so this is a real challenge for me and I'm going through it now and have been multiple times and the patterns keep re-emerging but I feel like I'm breaking the pattern and and finding ways to step into a new identity and a new position for myself and sometimes it is about stepping into a new identity and being grateful for the identity you've created and where I've got to now and all the things that's led me to here Um, but being able to break that down and create a new paradigm is about continuous um, recreation of yourself and I feel like that's that's what life is about and that's how you can break plateaus in your fitness life business relationships mm. all these things so that's that's one challenge which i'm i'm having at the moment and another kind of connected one to that is i've got many goals and many dreams and i see many people just go after one thing and do well at doing it let's say the the fitness industry and my my friends and competitors with fitness apps or YouTube channels. I know everybody's lives are busy and chaotic, but it seems like professionally they're going after one thing. But I've been mm. given these dreams of being an actor and, and doing this and, and doing these other things. And for many years, I just pushed these things aside because I'm focused on one thing. So the challenge has occurred that I need to prioritize many things at once and how do I do that when a part of my mindset is god if only you just focused on one thing you could make that flying huge success now so a part of me is like having to dismantle a belief of society or or what I have is that you can't be a success at multiple things at once so I'm having okay. to not only uh, I have the challenge of 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 literally doing all these different things and structuring my life, my day, my my business to do different things, but also create a belief that it's possible as well. That is quite a challenge because the advice does seem to say, <laughs> you know, my mentor, Ben Hardy, uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, um, he did the book, Who Not How, which is a great book to read if you're an entrepreneur about why you should pass things on to other people, not how to do these things all yourself. Um, Thank you. I'll says, read that he, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's a definitely a, it's a really good it's a really good book. Um, but he, uh, he also talks about if you have more than three priorities, you have none. Um, so again, it's, and it's, it's a belief, isn't it? So I could just be blindly accepting that. And you're saying, well, hang on a sec. We should challenge that. And what if I can be really good at multiple things rather than just focusing uh, at one thing? How many things are we talking about? Wow. It, it is an interesting topic for sure. Um, mm. And maybe... It's hard to define how many things and what he means by three, because, of course, you can't have 10 priorities in the day, but maybe going through periods of prioritizing certain things. Mm. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a day that has 10 major priorities. And there may be some days that I would prioritize one aspect of my life and another day that prioritizes another. But simply having that that kind of. Um, sprayed attention and focus I feel has the potential for me to lack the momentum required or the the energy in in one thing if it was just entirely one thing Um, so I am conscious of not being sprayed uh, uh, too thin or too wide yeah Um, but at the same time it does feel like sometimes I have like three full-time jobs (laughs) 
<laughs> I can imagine it does with the bad things you're doing. Um, do you think that might be, as a question, is that a way of self-sabotaging your future? If you can't, you know, if you can't get to get around to doing all of these things, then it still remains sort of a, a jack of all trades, but master of none, even though obviously you, you've reached a brilliant level of success. But I'm wondering, could that be possible? Is there a part of you that's spreading too thinly so that you get to avoid maybe another level of success, the next step for you? Yeah, it has entered my mind and I have had this thought of mm. of what if I focus my attention on all these things and none of them end up being the big success that I'm working towards. But I felt it was a bigger self-sabotage to leave deep callings on the table and to be a hundred year old on my deathbed with a, a what if that felt like a, a yeah. way bigger risk than trying and, and do and failing or, or knowing versus never trying and never finding out the, the, um, the result that felt way worse to me. And I felt that for mm. many years by not taking action on my dreams. So although I have a fear of, of never making it as big as I want in certain areas, my confidence and vision outweighs to, to break through in, in all of the ways. Yeah, what changed in you, do you think? What changed for you to suddenly take your dreams seriously like this? You know, because you had them. And obviously still successful, but there are these dreams that kind of were gathering dust. What change do you think for you to go, hang on, right, okay, I'm gonna take these seriously now? Because I know that you've you've been doing you've been doing acting and um you've got a, a variety yeah. of things coming along with that. But yeah, what yeah. what was what made the switch? Realizing year upon year that nobody's going to do it for me. And another year would go by as like, mm. oh, it doesn't happen unless you make this happen, Alex. And then another year goes by as like, ah, still not taking action on that thing. <laughs> and <laughs> so year upon year that happens. And I think in your 20s, it's like, it's go, go, go time. You're just like, for me, it was like, I had my fitness career and I was making it a success and I was fully in and any time outside of that felt like it was almost wasted because I'm building momentum here. But I guess turning 30 or my 30 coming up was like a, you are letting time slip away. It's time to take action. Um, so it was really just time gathering um, my own realizations that nobody else is going to do this for you apart from you. And I, yeah, like I said before, I had more, more fear about lack of action than in, in fact, I had full confidence that whatever I do fully, I can make a success because I'd felt it and seen it multiple times in my career so far by having a vision going after it and going all in, I could make anything a success. I just have to do it. Yeah, I love that. So the way you're kind of connecting with a future version of you that has that success by the sounds of it, and then you're doing everything you can to get there. I am a big believer and user of visualization, manifestation, and this all connects with goal setting for mindset or the spirituality because when you start to understand the laws of the universe and how time yep. works and how physics works all of these things you can start to play with the laws and visualize your future self and draw mm -hmm. in that timeline draw in that reality into the present moment and what so many people do wrong in this is they 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 think law of attraction is is wishing and hoping that they're going to be, they're going to get there. But by doing that, you're only reaffirming the, the, the lack of it. But by mm. being in a meditation and truly bringing that feeling into the present moment and then coming out of that meditation and going about your day-to-day -day life, walking, being, and talking 
as if you have achieved that thing, the universe and your external surroundings start to reflect that. And of course, you've got to take action. It doesn't just turn up at your door. You take inspired action on your dreams and goals with the deep work of the visualizations. In collaboration, mm -hmm. things start to happen. And sometimes that requires courage. Like I was, I was saying for a while, I, I want to be an actor. I, I, yeah, I'm going, to be, I'm going to become an actor. And then when I got like, my first smallest unpaid student job where I was on set, I was like, I'm an actor, right? From here on, <laughs> I don't care who I'm talking to. Just say I'm an actor. Nobody's going to question. Yeah. Let me see your qualifications. <laughs> Let <laughs> me see your proof. No, just say it, be it, feel it, own it. And then momentum just is like, boom, you, you're an actor. You said it. So imagine having the courage to, to do that in your life with some of the other things that you're apprehensive about. Mm. Sometimes it re requires belief inside and then, and then physically being and talking and doing. Yeah. I think something you mentioned earlier about when I asked that, you know, that, that, that the question that's on my social media at the moment, you know, who am I before thought tells me who I am. When you're being that person that when you recognize that you have, you know, when you're feeling like you're the one with everything, there's nothing that you're missing in that moment. There's nothing that you don't have. You truly are abundant in that and, and free when you're experiencing that oneness. And I think that's often overlooked when it comes to law of attraction. You see most people's vision boards as a house by the beach with the red car outside. And they're focusing a lot on what they want materially. And yet often what is ignored is what they could attract in regards to developing their own inner resources to be able to buy a house, to buy the car, whatever it is that they wanted. And in a way, it's we attract not what we want, but we attract what we are. So when we do the inner work, we can have what is quite a profound change in reality half the time. But it will always come back to us inside. And I think that's another mistake that a lot of people make with the law of attraction they they chase yeah. the material side of yeah. things hoping that will make them happy but it, it won't yes that is major that is really big i'll be happy when i get these things and that's mm. never gonna work and like you said no, that i'm not happy now but i will be <laughs> to... yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um and often like of course it's it's amazing to have these financial and material goals but like you said when you're in that deep space of presence and abundance that is pure perfection in that moment and you don't require anything mm. and the more you connect to that feeling sometimes these other goals seem less important sometimes it doesn't mean you don't still want them yeah. when you go about your your waking life and everything but you remember the feeling of actually I've got everything that I need right here, right now in the present moment. Mm. And that vibration, that frequency, that feeling and that emotion is then what draws in those other aspects of your goals. Yeah. It's, it's almost like it lights up reality around you. I don't think we realize what it changes and how it changes things, but I know from personal experience yeah. that, you know, there's nothing I, it's really weird. There's nothing I have to really do. I know my people might sound, might sound odd to some people, but there's nothing I really have to do when you're really one with yourself. There's a lots of things I'm enjoying doing and seeing what happens, but there's nothing I have to do. And when you take that pressure off of yourself, the element of creativity and energy that you now have room for is, is quite profound. And that's a great place to create from a great place to create from. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's, um, that's a challenge I have at the moment is, is the pressure I put on myself. Mm. And, and I think it is truly only I've put on myself. <laughs> this doesn't feel like any external pressure. And sometimes that can drive me in a fantastic way. And other times I think it can limit my freedom and creativity mm. as well. So it's, you've highlighted something that I can work on for sure. I don't know. 
I'm glad, you know, this is what these conversations often inspire us in us. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Even as a coach, and you must realize this, that when you're, you're having a conversation, when we're saying things, often it's because we need to hear it too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Always being reflected back at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alex, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been nice to have, I'd love to go for longer, deep, do more deeper dives into your mind. Um, where can people find out more about you and um, explore your fitness app? Because it, you know, it, it, it's global. People, thousands, thousands of thousands of people are obviously enjoying it. Where can they find out more about you? Thank you. Um, yeah, you can find all my social media platforms under my name, Alex Crockford. And my, my fitness app is on the App Store and, and Google Play Store under either my name or crockfit and yeah it's available worldwide usually has a free trial or free period but if you've got any questions then just message me or email me and i'll be happy to help guide you in the right way absolutely brilliant i'll put all i'm going to put all your details anywhere in the show notes so so for anyone listening to this thinking how do i get to that if you just scroll down on the app you're using uh you'll see a little show notes uh with details of alex's youtube his instagram and his croc fit um app website um alex been a very you know uh thank you so much been an absolute pleasure talking to you i hope you have an incredible rest of day thank you Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing talking with you. And I don't always get the opportunity to really speak freely. I don't do my own podcast. I don't I don't talk too much about these things. So thank you so much for giving me a platform to talk about these topics and yeah. for your fantastic questions. So thank you. Oh, Until yeah. next time. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and for listeners, thank you so much for joining me on the Mindset Change Podcast. Uh, please share, subscribe, and leave me a review. It would be really appreciated. And I look forward to connecting with you in the very next episode. Have a wonderful, peaceful, and present day. Mm-hmm.